So we just want to welcome all those of you who are coming here for the first time and welcome uh, Bishop Nwaka and the guests that have come with him. Men of God, we, we recognize the hand of God on your life. We receive you in this house as a prophet of God. We are grateful to God, my wife and I, to have a divine connection with you and, uh, and, uh, and to know that we're connected in the spirit. God has given you an assignment and you've come at the right time in our church. And so, without any further ado, Bazalana, because I just think it's the time for the preaching right now. Let's, let's put our hands together as we welcome the servant of the Lord. Come on now, everybody. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. It's nice to be back home. Hallelujah. Kindly take your seats. <laughs> Praise God. I would like to, to sincerely, sincerely thank my brother and my, my dear, dear, dear friend, Bishop Musa Sono and his uh, lovely, precious wife, Gege. You have been such a blessing to me and to my family and to our ministry. We really appreciate you so much and especially for standing with me and standing with us in great moments and also challenging moments, challenging times. Thank you for being there. Please join me putting our hands together for the man of God. Help me, thank you. Excuse me, help me say thank you. May you stand up and help me say thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You may be seated. Father God, your presence is here. And we are in your presence. And we thank you for what you have done. Thank you for the word. We celebrate your word. And let your word accomplish. As you have already spoken, it will never come back to you void. Let it birth what it has to birth. Let it create what it has to create. Let it uproot what must be uprooted. And let it plant what must be planted. And let it revive that which was dead. In Jesus' name. Amen. Turn with me to the book of Mark chapter 2. Reading verse 1 to 4. I'll be sharing and I'm sharing this in this service the dimensions of faith. Dimensions of faith. A few days later when Jesus again entered Capernaum the people heard that he had come home. 
they gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left not even outside the door and he preached the word to them God will send such a such a hunger a hunger for the word because everything that people have and have had cannot satisfy and he preached to them let's move on some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd they made an opening they made an opening they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven. Hallelujah. Your sins are forgiven. Let's move on. Now some teachers of the laws were sitting there thinking to themselves. Why does this fellow talk like this? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their hearts and he said to them why are you thinking these things which is easier to say to this paralyzed man your sins are forgiven or to say get up take your mat and walk but I want you to know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins so he said to the man I tell you get up take your mat and go home ladies and gentlemen I'm talking about faith and I'm talking about different dimensions of faith we are living at a time when the globe the nations the church, the body of Christ have passed through a trying moment. Literally, our nations have been shaken to the extent whereby even the believers' faith has been shaken. But I want to talk about the different types or different dimensions of faith. And the first dimension I want to talk about or type of faith that really touches my heart and which is rare is the faith we have just seen that which we have just read. The faith 
that carries others. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The faith that carries others. The faith that carries a nation. The faith that carries a city. The faith that carries a family. The faith that can carry your children. That's the faith I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, we have read of the man. I'm looking at these four men in Mark chapter 2, verse 1 and 4. I would love to still have it there. Let's look at these four men. Before we look at the paralyzed man. So we have two. We have the, we have the man of faith. And we have a paralyzed man. A paralyzed nation. A paralyzed family. We are talking about a nation, a city, a family, a man that is paralyzed, if you like, helpless. And that's where we are now. When we look at our nations on the continent of Africa and around the world, South Africa not being an exception, you see that we are in a situation where we are paralyzed. I'm talking about a man that has given up. I'm talking about a man who has lived this life for years without any hope believing he was going to die this way but some four men hallelujah but some four men came on the scene and I pray that you are going to be among those four men four women that will not accept the status quo Rabasata. What what made these men different? It is not only faith but compassion. Faith and compassion moves together. Faith and compassion goes together. And these men were moved with compassion. And they said, we see your situation. We see that you have accepted your status quo. And we are moved by the pain that you have gone through. And we want to see a change. God is raising men and women of compassion. Ladies and gentlemen, everything that Jesus did was out of compassion. The miracles he did was out of compassion. The Bible says Jesus moved with compassion. 
he healed he fed out of compassion but we are now living in a dispensation in a time where people are doing things without compassion they are moving in healing ministry not because of compassion but because they must prove that they are anointed they must prove that they are gifted but Jesus Christ he was moved by compassion then he healed these men were men full of compassion where are the men and women who will not just complain about the state of the nation of South Africa they will not complain they will not criticize in as much as they know things are not right but they will be full of the compassion of God the compassion that leads to Christ They said, you cannot walk, but we will take you there. Hallelujah. You cannot walk, but we will take you there. There are some people who cannot walk. Uh, they, they have physical legs, but they do not have spiritual legs. We will take them there. We will take our nation there. We know where the healing is. We know where the deliverance is. We know where the salvation is. They carried the man. Hallelujah. They carried the man. Where are the men and the women? I don't know what you need to carry this morning or this week. It could be your family that is paralyzed. It could be your son. It could be the situation that is dead completely. That is need of God. I'm talking about talking about somebody who is paralyzed in faith. Paralyzed in the body. Paralyzed in the spirit. Somebody that is dead. I'm not talking about the faith of this man. This man had no faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm not talking about this man. This man had no faith. But it depended on the faith of the four men. I do not know how Raboshata Reketerebe Raboshata. I don't know about your husband. He may have no faith. Maybe it is your wife. Maybe it is your children. They are paralyzed. I'm talking about a paralyzed nation that has no faith but then others are stepping in we are carrying our nation to Jesus we are carrying excuse me it's not about the faith of what we are carrying it is our faith we know what God is able to do we know God is able to heal our nation we know God is able to deliver our nation everybody may have forgiven everybody may have given up but we have not given up South Africa it is time to carry that nation to the Lord Sit up. You know what? 
I did not come for somebody who has faith. I want to carry somebody who has no faith. I want to carry somebody who has given up. I don't know if you have given up over that situation. Let's read the scripture again. Mark chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door. And they preached the word to them. Some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening. They were simply unstoppable. They were very determined. There was no opening. There was no door. There was no invitation. There was no opportunity. But they made a way. They made a way. Faith makes a way where there is no way. Faith is simply unstoppable. And they did something untraditional. They broke the roof. And now I feel for the honor of that house. Suddenly, he had invited Jesus at his own risk. Suddenly, the house is being destroyed. The roof is going. And everybody's wondering what's happening. Somebody's binding the devil. You know, you know as Pentecostals. I, we, I, just imagine something beginning to happen in this morning. Somebody breaking the roof. I think all of us would say, Satan, we bind you. <laughs> Suddenly a mat was lowering down. Mm. Say, mm. Say, mm. Say, no one stops me. This is my day. It's a day of my encounter. I'm coming before the master. This is my visitation. This is my day of my visitation. Shout, say, this is my day of my visitation. Not tomorrow, but now. Suddenly, give me the scripture again. I love reading the word. They made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat. The man was lying on. Let's move on. When Jesus saw their faith, oh, he did not see the paralyzed man. <laughs> come on now, come on now. I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited. I'm 
getting excited. He's not talking about a paralyzed person. When he saw their faith, the four men, not the man that was paralyzed. So, what healed that paralyzed man? It was the faith of the four men. Ladies and gentlemen, where are the, where are the four men? I'm just looking for the four men here. I came to look for the four women here. I came to look for the four men and the four women here who are saying enough is enough. South Africa shall not die. Soweto shall not die. My wife shall not die. My husband shall not die. My son shall not die. Where is the faith? Today, we are carrying that which is paralyzed. Time has come that you can carry that son of yours, that you can carry your daughter, that you can carry that impossible situation, that you can carry the city and the nation, that you can carry. We are not those who give up. We are not those who quit. We are those who make a way where there is no way. We are those who are simply unstoppable. We are those who are carrying our youths, our young generation that the devil is taking into drugs. Ah, we are carrying our generation. The devil wants to destroy the coming generation. Not under our watch. We are carrying them to Jesus. to prophesy revival is about to hit South Africa unprecedented revival sit up I came to announce there is coming a mighty wind of a great revival that shall hit the secondary schools, that shall sweep the universities and the colleges. It will be the mighty outpouring of the Holy Spirit because the devil has targeted to destroy the young generation with the drugs and many devices. But we are saying, yes, Lord, the situation is bad. It is a paralyzed situation, but we are carrying it to Jesus. We are not going to accept the status quo. I announce to you today, this is a day of miracles. It is a day of resurrection. It's a day of restoration of everything the devil stole from your life. We read this morning in the first service, Joel chapter 2 and verse 25, 26. I will restore all the years the locusts and the cankerworms and the devil has stolen from you.
sit down. Get excited. Get excited. When you walk by sight, you will be depressed. But when you walk by the word, you will be excited. I am excited. I am excited. The Lord does nothing but until he reveals to his prophets. Some of you were with me on Friday. My students who are here on Friday. Why does God reveal to his prophets? Number one, so that you catch it. Good students, good students. Number two, believe. Excellent students. Number three, announce. Wow, wow. Oh, the devil is in trouble. Number four, pray. So I came to announce revival. I came to announce revival. Revival is coming. My brother Bishop, I don't know where you will take the people to. Because this place is too small. But God has gone ahead. Sit down. So if somebody says, no brother, no sister, don't pray for me. It's okay. I've accepted the situation. This is how it has been. Don't worry. I still love Jesus. Just leave me alone. You know what I'm going to tell him? Excuse me. This is not about your faith. It's about my faith. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, this is not about your faith. This is about my faith. You can, you can ride on my faith. Where are we going to get the millions of dollars and rands to be able to do this project? Just tell them it's not about your faith. Ride on my faith. The people that know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do great exploits. I know my God that without faith it is impossible to please God. I know him. I cannot deny him. The same God who made me kill the bear is the same God who made me kill the lion is the same God who will make Goliath fall. The same God who has brought you thus far. The same God who healed you. The same God who has sustained you. The same God who protected you. The same, the same, the 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 same. I said the same God. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who is this demon that is trying to stop you? I'm saying you are unstoppable. When you step out, God steps out. You are waiting for God to step out. God says, I'm not going to step out until you step out. When you stand up, then God steps out. 
Sit down. Faith to carry the nation. Are you going to join everybody that is prophesying doom over South Africa? Abraham said, Lord, suppose there are 50 people. Will you destroy? The Lord said, no, for the sake of 50. Okay, Lord, please bear with me. 30, no. 20, no. 10, no. And he was thinking at least, Lord, his wife, and his children. He began to count. Little did he know that even the, the, the family of Lord had backslidden. Do you know that for your sake, God will spare this nation? Oh yes, I say it for the sake of the righteous. For the sake of the righteous. I came to say South Africa shall not die. South Africa shall live and fulfill the purposes of God to the continent and the rest of the world. Sit down. So don't be among those who are prophesying, speaking negative things about South Africa. We agree. Things are not okay. The facts are there. But we don't walk by the facts. Why do we walk by the truth? What are the facts? Millions of unemployment. Of our youths. What are the facts? Oh my goodness, crime at the highest level. I don't need to preach the facts, you know the facts. But what is the truth? The truth is South Africa is chosen by God. God will use South Africa. Just as you have been used as a nation to bring economic uh, uh, impact on the continent of Africa. We have felt South Africa in Zambia. We go to the shops, choppies, shop rights, all those, MTN. You have been a blessing economically. But now, hear the ultimate purpose and calling of South Africa to bring salvation to the continent of Africa. To send missionaries to pray for the continent. That's why the devil wants to suffocate and destroy South Africa. But I came to prophesy, South Africa shall not die, it shall live. Our salvation is not coming from any party. Our salvation is coming from God Almighty. Let every man be a liar and let God be true. We are the men and women who will carry the nation, the paralyzed nation, to Jesus. Sit down.
tell your neighbor, neighbor, you are anointed. And your mouth is anointed. So be careful not to use it to destroy the nation. and gentlemen the faith that carries others Matthew 8 verse 8 here is a centurion here is a soldier here is a master that loved his servant sick about to die Matthew chapter 8 verse 8 Matthew 8 verse 8. You know the scripture. And the man said, Master, you don't need to come to my home. You don't need to come to my house. But just speak a word. My servant will be healed. The servant was not healed because of his faith. The servant was healed because of the master's faith. Your husband shall not die in that hospital. Your son shall not die. Let's read. Let's shout it together. Let's shout it together. Are you ready? Are you ready? As you shout it, you release the spirit of faith. So shall it be in your situation. One, two, three, four. The centurion, I can't hear you. One, two, three, four. The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof, but just said the word, my servant will be healed. I came to speak a word into your situation. You are healed. You are healed now. You are set free now. Salvation has come into your home now. Your pockets are healed now. Your bank account is healed now. Your ministry is healed now. Your prayer life is healed now. Give him praise. Even those watching me on television, wherever you are, you are healed. You are set free. You are delivered. You are promoted. You are elevated. A door has been opened for you. Go ahead and give him praise. I came to carry some of you. I'm certainly carrying some of you. I'm taking you to Jesus. That situation. It is to the glory of God that the Son of Man may be glorified. 
that's why he allowed that situation it's not because God cannot do it but it is for the glory of God now receive your miracle receive your miracle now sit down I love Jesus. Come on, give it up to Jesus. Give it up to Jesus. Give it up to Jesus. He's worthy. He's worthy. I came to say Jesus is worthy. He is worthy. Sit up. About three months ago, I visited our town because God has spoken to me in the last phase of my ministry to prepare the next generation for Jesus. That's my assignment. Targeted on the young generation that will take over from us. At this age, I'm still a young man. Your bishop is a young man. My bishop, I began pastoring when I was 22. Huh? When did you marry my brother? I married 1988. When were you saved? 1978. I was, seven, I was saved 1978. When did you begin pastoring? 22. When you were 22? I was 22. My twin brother. That's my twin brother. In the spirit, we carry the same DNA. So we are still young. We are young men. We may be losing some hair now, but I still have some, some two, three years before. I was telling my brother, brother, I just realized this part is beginning to fade. In my last phase of ministry, the Lord has commanded me to dedicate my life to prepare the next generation that will carry the mantle from us. Same there. Same DNA. But I'm praying for the Joshua's. When I say Joshua, it's both male and female. I'm praying for the Joshua's, the Elisha's, who have the right spirit, who are not in hurry, to, uh, uh, who are not there to rebel, but who are there to wait for the mantle to fall. Joshua waited. Elijah did not take off the mantle from Elijah. He said, if you see it fall down, it fell and he picked it from the ground, not from the body of the pastor. But nowadays, these some of these young men and men, they want to take the mantle while I'm still alive and strong. They undress me. How do you take the mantle that you undressed your father? It's too big for you. It will kill you. 
it will kill you. Do you know what I fight? Are you ready to fight the principalities of the continent of Africa? Until it is properly given to you, you will have no grace to handle that which you grabbed. Let there be no rebellion at grace. In any form. Sit down. So this is my assignment. Prepare the next generation. And see them work while we are still alive. So that we can correct them where they make mistakes. The second, the Lord told me, take the gospel out. So I'm having crusades. In the morning, I'm training the body of Christ. In the evening, I'm visiting cities. I'm having crusades, preaching the gospel. Three months ago, I went to a town called Chambishi, not far from Kitwe. And when we went there, my goodness, God did something. He shook the town. The first day, the bars were still open. They were drinking and making noise. The second day, they were still. The third day, all the bars were closed. They shut the bars and they came to hear the gospel and the Lord revealed himself. One child that was born blind, born blind, was healed instantly right there. And this is what happened. I went to pray for the sick. And when I came to this lady, and, uh, and uh, I don't usually ask, what's the problem to pray? He says, but this one I asked, what's the problem? She said, my child can't see. And you know what happened? Oh, I was moved with compassion. Instead of laying my hand on the head of the child, I put the whole palm on the face of the child. I prayed and left and I began to pray for others. I went on the platform and then the interpreter began to shout and interrupted the meeting. There is a miracle here. What's the miracle? The parents and the relatives were jumping because the child had been here. God was just trying to confirm to me that it is time to go and preach the gospel. Ladies and gentlemen, there is nothing that God cannot do. Right now I see an impartation falling upon you. Impartation of power. Impartation of anointing. Impartation of signs and wonders. Impartation of healing. Impartation of compassion. Growing to the next level. You shall pray like never before. Sit down. I can't see my time there. 
I think I've got 10 more minutes. Yeah. 15? You know me, I, me, I follow time. Because even 10 minutes, I can be done. Because I, oh, that's the, okay, good. I never preach to finish. I just stop. Because I'm loaded. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm loaded. So catch your word. Apply the word to you. Faith. 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 Now I want to talk about prophetic faith. There is what we call prophetic faith. Genesis 22, verse 7 to 8. Let us read together this scripture. I enjoy when the saints read, when we read together. Let's, shall we, are you ready? One, two, three, four. Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father, yes, my son. Abraham replied, the fire and wood are here. Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? A million dollar question. Everything is set. But I have no seed to give. I want to support grace. But I have no seed. My spirit is yearning to support this ministry as it enters for the next level. I want to be part of the kingdom financiers. Where are the kingdom financiers who will give dangerously for the next level, the next assignment? Where are the, where are the kingdom financiers? Where are the kingdom financiers? I am asking, where are the kingdom financiers? Can I tell you something? I came to carry the kingdom financiers. Because right now, things are not working. Their finances are paralyzed. But the calling of God is upon them. I came to prophesy. God is stepping in. I rebuke that principality that is fighting your finances. In the name of Jesus. It is done. It is done. It is done. Doors are opening for you. Contacts are coming. Divine connections. Contracts. Tenders. Openings. Promotions. Dividends. Several incomes. Come on, give Jesus the praise. Sit up. Give me back the scripture. But 
But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Let's look at the answer of the father, verse 8. That's what we call prophetic faith. That's what we call what? Prophetic faith. Let's shout the prophetic faith. One, two, three, four. Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went together. I came to say the Lord shall provide. I said the Lord shall provide. Why is it prophetic? It is future. Why is it prophetic? This man went against his own understanding and knowledge because God had already spoken to him to give Isaac. But against, against, against contradiction, he said, the Lord shall provide for himself. I came to tell you, if your heart is right, the Lord shall provide for himself. If you are willing to support the work of God, the Lord shall provide for himself. I came to announce you are going to the next level in your giving because your income has already gone to the next level. Come on, give him praise. Sit up. Hallelujah. We don't walk by his side. If you are looking at your salary. The f several years back I was preaching here. And I made a statement. And I said it is witchcraft. You remember it? It is witchcraft to live by salary. If you live by salary you are bewitched. And I came to break that witchcraft. Hello, hello. That is my assignment. I came to break the spirit of witchcraft. You live by salary. That's witchcraft. I declare to you, you shall live by faith. You shall live by income. Your salary is a small fraction part of your income. Sit down. Why is it witchcraft? Because he that gives you a salary controls your life. If you live by salary, he that gives you a salary controls when you should buy a new dress. What kind of a house you need to live in? You go for shopping, you see a nice car, and you really like it, you want to get it. What do you do? You look at your salary. You say, no, I can't get it. That's witchcraft. Who has a final say? Your salary, oh God. I said, who has a final say? God or your salary? You want to buy a nice shoe. You look at your salary. They say $100 a salary. You run away from that which you like. But today I declare to you. Witchcraft broken. In the name 
name of Jesus. Now listen, I did not say go and resign. No. I didn't say go and resign. What I am saying, your salary will be just a small fraction of your income. You shall have several rivers. Rivers. Making a river of income. Several streams. Your salary is a stream. Your investment, another stream. Your dividends, another stream. From your shares. Are you listening? Uh, rentals for your, from your real estate, another stream. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, look at me, look at me. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, look at me. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Do I look like one who can live on a salary? I have seen with the eyes of the spirit my bishop this is what I see mm. what an anointing I see it very clearly very very clearly there will be times when this church and this ministry will have huge projects to undertake and what I saw people fighting to give you will not need to take an offering from the church because five people will take care of that budget that's what I see that's what I see that's what I see I cannot deny what I have seen I came to announce what I have seen may God raise millionaires and billionaires for the sake of the kingdom amen and amen sit down Five, five, male and female. They will not need to be asked. One couple will go to him and say, for the next word explosion, we want to buy the air tickets for the speakers. We don't want it to be a budget of the church. We want to be a budget of my family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. And I see some ladies who will say, Bishop, can we have the opportunity just to pay for the hotel accommodation? 
Hallelujah. Where are those women? Where are those women? Where are those? Can you see? Can you see? Can you see? Can you see? Woo! Give him praise! Sit up. The Bible says as Elisha was passing by, there was a Shunama, a well-to-do woman. She's described. The Bible doesn't say there was a woman. The Bible says a well-to-do woman. I declare you are a well-to-do woman. It is the women that supported the ministry of Jesus. They followed him and supported him out of their own means. Not from the husbands. Not from the husband's handout. From their own means. God is empowering daughters. He's empowering mothers. He's empowering wives. If you are a good husband, empower your wife financially. Your wife is not a dependent. She is a partner. She's part of you. Release her potential. Like Proverbs 31. She goes far to buy land. To look for food. She brings respect to the home. Empower your wife. Sit down. No, but I work and what I get is enough. Who told you it is enough? Have you bought a nice car if it is enough? Let me come and inspect the car she drives. Then I'll say it's enough. We are tired as husbands in the church. Our wives always doing this when it's time for offering. You know what I'm doing these days to my wife? I just do this. Ah, there must be a change, man. Ah, fair exchange. I also do this. And then she smiles. She happily takes out something and gives me. But I'm never broke. I'm only temporarily financially inconvenienced. must stop let me read the last scripture not because it is the last but because I must stop so that you go do your appointments at home Luke chapter 5 verse 5 faith to break and destroy your failure history of failure Let's read from verse 4 to 5. Are you ready? That's the last scripture for, two, for this uh, 
morning, afternoon, whatever time it is. Let's read together. One, two, three, four. When, no, you are not shouting. I want you to release something. One, two, three, four. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Oh, you're about to have a catch. You are about to have a catch. Forget about your past. You are about to have a catch. Forget about what never worked. You are about to have a catch. Let's shout even louder the, 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 the reply of Simon. One, two, three, four. Simon answered, Master, we have worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. That is faith to destroy your history of failure. Forget about what never worked yesterday. Forget about what never worked last month. Forget about what never worked last year. I came to announce a new season of your catch, of your promotion, of your elevation. Stand up and we pray. Come on, begin to pray. Those who can pray in the spirit, those who can pray in tongues, pray. I can't hear you. Remember. There is time to catch, time to believe, time to announce, and time to pray. I cannot go before I have prayed with you. Pray. Pray. We have caught. We have believed. We have announced. Now we are praying. I'm about to join you praying, but pray. Pray into being what God has spoken to you as a person. Those who are watching me on television, online, all those churches of grace and living water and in the body of Christ, those who are streaming live, I am speaking to you right now. Pray because I'm about to pray as well. I have already caught the word. I have already believed the word. I have already announced the word. Now it's time to pray like Elijah climbed the mountain and he began to pray. Pray. Pray that the history of failure is over. Pray that the prophetic faith is upon you for divine provisions. Pray. Pray that you are among the four that are carrying this nation to the Lord. Pray. That are carrying this city, pray. That are carrying your marriage, pray. 
Your marriage is about to divorce. Your marriage is about to experience a divorce. Pray. Because there is going to be a turnaround. Pray. That wife who ran away is coming back. That man who went away is coming back. Pray. That child, that son who is in drugs. There is divine intervention. He shall be the prophet of God. Pray. Pray for your son. Pray for your daughter who is in drugs and rebellion. Living with a woman. Living with a man. Ah, pray. Pray. You have worked for years. No promotion, no increase in your salary. Pray. You have lived on a salary for too long and it's too small for you and your children and your future and you are you are getting depressed by the mortgage and the credits pray the pandemic left you shattered and destroyed destroyed your business pray because it is a season of restoration double treble quadruple speed acceleration pray They have schemed to overthrow you as a leader, as a boss in your company. Pray, it shall not happen. It shall not take place. that stood against your church stopping it from growing in the name of Yeshua I rebuke you pray I join you among the four. I join you among the four to carry that dead situation. You know it better than anybody else. You know that which is paralyzed. Is it your marriage? Is it your faith? I join you. I join you. 
Unite your spirit with my spirit so that we can believe God for your situation. As I believe God, you believe God for my situation as well. I have a situation that needs God. You have a situation that needs God. Together we can go to Jesus. I join the fold and as I begin to pray. Doroboro Rakatarababa Sheketeberiandorobush Marande Rabasaterebe Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I join my sister, I join my brother. Release the spirit of faith. I release the spirit of faith. Receive. Receive the spirit of faith. Receive the spirit of faith. Receive the spirit of faith. Rakata, Rakata You shall speak and it shall happen. You shall speak and it shall come to pass. Father, I bring that situation. I pray for your daughter. I pray for your son. I declare he is unstoppable. She is unstoppable. And I came to declare that son shall not die. That daughter shall not die. That marriage shall live. of South Africa. Get ready, get ready. We are carrying South Africa now. Continue. We are carrying South Africa. We carry South Africa. We bring South Africa to you. We know Lucifer has an agenda for this nation. But we also know Jehovah Elohim has a divine purpose for this nation. Your purpose shall live. Your purpose shall prevail. South Africa shall not be an example of evil. But South Africa shall be an example of righteousness. Ah, Lord, we uproot Lucifer from the seat in South Africa. We uproot the principality from the seat. We uproot. You say, I will overthrow horses and their riders. Lord overthrow. Lord overthrow. Lord overthrow. We resist the dark cloud. It shall not come over South Africa. There shall be no bloodbath in South Africa. Lord, spare this nation. Spare this nation, Lord. The nation has been sold to Lucifer. The nation has been sold. Blood sacrifice. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Forgive. 
forgive forgive our sins forgive our abominations forgive our abominations we are no longer a model of integrity and righteousness on the continent we have embraced evil we have promoted evil oh lord forgive lord we stand in the gap forgive and we bring our nation back to you we bring south africa i join the four men i join the four women carrying a paralyzed nation paralyzed economically paralyzed morally paralyzed spiritually spare this nation for the sake of the righteous Pray, 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 God is looking at your faith, God is looking at your faith, Continue praying, continue praying, continue praying, everybody. Maria Davis Sakabobos. Yes, the Christ of Parmen, the Hemambogor, and the Hebudistus. Maya de Severven Mahadia Gambring, and Yasakayagas. Raman Nebro Kondrodos Grebalaman Nebra Babagar de Gede. Renaman Nombresokor de Brepardo de Bracardagano Setterbai. Rabba Debresengandom Rangondoria Secatoro de Baba Genamanongre Pandoria la Secando Mama Makoto Rebatanda Rebacaria no no Soteredea Rebato Brosocoro Debra Paramanambra Mondo Redacotose Mama Nimunisacusa Brosocure Perenambo de Broto O Gemaninan Simbra Socor de Genema Raparman de Braparbatacato Robosia Lobotara Reda Rabaroko Trangolonensi Karde Rapamamangum Rogondra Gadabra Gadarabagaba Randondondiriosi Karde Korna Mambro Rapalibotisi Kanshungra Kunskonamalia Toskanana Ranomoholi Tessianoho O Katusukurijad Sekuto Shiladeo Sekuro Shikardekon Brivri Mahama Bofrafen Manes Kesese Yakanonia non Sakar de Veve O Yakatosia non Gabori de Badose Keep on praying, keep on praying Keep on praying Keep on praying, keep on praying We've caught it in the spirit We believe what God has said The announcement has been made now we are praying it into being. Lord, we are carrying, carrying people, carrying nations, carrying cities. We carry our friends. We carry our family members. We carry our political leaders. We carry people in finance. We carry our health system. Oh, Angaya Sakara Bava. 
Never under our watch. It will not collapse under our watch. We are here, oh God, to carry. Our hearts are full of faith. We know you are the one who's able to change things. Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless you, Jesus. Bless your name. Hallelujah.